0: Is money honey all we talk is money all we talk is money it's like
1: bees to the honey money, 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 money. The cares, baby. Kylie you're the youngest one on the panel <laughs>
0: yep.
2: would
1: you consider yourself even at age 21 a high value woman
2: I mean I would I would like to think that I possess the qualities that I think are high value but okay. I'm not going to determine that like for myself
1: what it, what do you think your, those three qualities are?
2: I think, like, one of the most important ones to me is loyalty. Mm-hmm. I think that um, feminine, like, feminist, feminine, what do you say? Feminist? Hold on. Femininity. Hold on. Femininity. Hold on. Femininity. Femininity. <laughs> femininity. That's uh, that uh, Arkansas Fem- education. That's that Arkansas Fem- education. Yeah. Femininity. Yep. Yeah, I think that's important Shout because it goes hand in hand with what Rolo yeah. said. Feminine. Opposites. Okay. So, yeah, loyalty, femininity, and uh, peace being peaceful, peaceful. Bring, in, bring in the peace okay but you didn't
1: put beauty on there outer beauty in there is that was that part of the she feminine?
3: doesn't really I mean, she I don't, doesn't
2: really have to
3: that's like asking Shaq if he thinks it's good to be tall but,
1: <laughs> i just think those
2: three things are
1: a little bit would more you, important but uh, i appreciate that if she had all those qualities all those amazing qualities but she wasn't attractive. Would you date her? So i told her this before.
3: She is like there's a level of attractiveness to where I would have dated her, and she's so far above that level. I told I would tell her before. If she wasn't as attractive, I still would have chosen her. She is more loyal than any woman I've ever been with. She would stab all of you. I'm not even kidding. Uh, yeah,
1: did we check her pockets before? We yeah, you probably <laughs> so, should. So that, the, the, the,
3: in my estimation, that's why I chose yeah. uh, pulling in the same direction as me. She's coming on the show with me right now. Uh, this is not something she was super familiar with. When we met, she didn't. She'd never watched podcasts, any podcasts before, right? Um, and and so you yeah. got to be twenty one and older to watch. Yeah, exactly. Oh, okay. so, yeah. That's yeah. That's just started right? this yeah. so in particular. Yeah. yeah, for sure. Uh, I'm uh, with you. So so yeah. So now I would say loyalty. Uh, r- what Rollo said was yeah. spot on. It would be uh, for me though. It would be loyalty. Do you bring the peace, and are you pulling in the same direction for the empire that we're building? Mm-hmm. I tell her all the time, when we're laying in bed, I'm like, babe, I have a plan. And I, and, and I try to explain it to her, like, I have a plan. Like, this is a 20-, 30-year plan. And a lot of times when, uh, and this will happen, a discussion between a man and a woman, a woman will want more histrionics in the discussion, and a man will want to solve the problem. And a lot of times it's because a woman wants a feeling today, and a man wants to provide and protect for the family 35 years from now. And so a lot of times... Do you think
1: men that have that type of foresight or so, so, uh, so, not a non-myopic... Uh, mm-hmm vision
3: i think some some men are i think for us whenever i when i tell her i have a plan the plan is what are we going to be able to do 20 years from now mm-hmm. and so for me that's a problem solving issue yeah. and not an emotional issue men are and,
4: innate problem correct solvers. And what, is, and a lot,
1: what uh, does that do for you kylie when you hear hey 20 years from now <laughs> we're gonna be good all right is that what does that do for but yes yeah pretty, michael's yeah. gonna be 145 years old fighting joe lewis out there yeah uh the, the, what does that do for you? 20 years down the road, or uh, like meaning, how focused are you in the next week, month, year versus five, ten, twenty years down the road? How could you have that type of vision at such a young age? Like, give us that breakdown.
2: Well, I mean, I think it brings like comfort, and then as a f- I think a few of the other women said that they want a man that is a provider, and that's just proving that you're going to provide because as women we are born with a motherly. Nature. And so eventually, knowing we're going to have kids that we have to provide for and protect, having a man that is already thinking farther ahead than even us, and by saying, I have a plan and we're like, I'm going to make this happen, I'm going to provide, that's like perfect. But how
1: helpful is it that he's already able? To provide, oh. it's not like you met Michael oh, no. and he's some broke yeah. dick loser. That's like
2: hey, one of to, these to days, be, to be fair, I'm gonna do this. To he's be, already doing. I to had be f- no idea. Yeah, to anything be fair, about when, him we, all, met, when I we met, we were
3: him. on we were on a resort. Mm-hmm. Like I was hosting Swoops at USA. She didn't know if I could rub two nickels together. She had no idea if I had any success whatsoever, and had no perception of me on YouTube or, or social media at all.
1: I feel like that's half the battle, Michael. If you meet someone, who's you tell her how old you were hmm. when you first met?
3: Uh, no, I don't think she knew it. So no, you lied to her? Congratulations. Oh, wait, I, didn't, I didn't know how old she was. When, we, when, when she, fl- was. When she flew either. out to Vegas the first time, I didn't know how old she was. I okay, so then
1: here's the here. question for the ladies. That's, when you meet a guy, okay, you meet Michael on a resort, you're just hanging out in a bathing suit and sandals, does your female intuition kick in and be like, All right, this guy's probably got something going on, or you're like, I don't know, when I get back to the States and I get internet connection, I'm going to Google this motherfucker, see what he's um. doing. Like, how much is female... <laughs> Intuition, way into like, all right, this guy's probably got something going on. Like, I'm sure you guys are all attractive ladies. Guys are hitting on you left and right. Do you have like some sort of like they call it in the gay community, gaydar or whatever? It's the, like the bullshit you, radar. The bullshit <laughs> radar.
4: Feminine like, intuition. Like, how much
1: of this kicks in? You're like, all right, this guy's probably got this going on. He's probably too good to be true. He's probably a cheater. He's probably married. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he probably doesn't, he's probably renting the car for the weekend. He probably doesn't, oh, this guy's actually, he's wearing a, a, a fancy watch. He's, you know, I can tell he's got some money. How much can can a woman speaking of female intuition, mm-hmm. how much can you decipher from that?
2: I mean, um, for me, like, the, actually, this actually happened. Yeah. I, the first time I saw Michael, like I thought he was really cute, but to be honest, I like, I didn't really like him at all. And um, he, like, proved after being around him for several days different quirks that I ended up liking about him. And I was like, you know what? I actually might kind of like this guy. But for me, it's like you can be cute or attractive, and it's still like, well, that's just it about you. Like, I don't like anything else. So well, I don't what's want to turn the point, this into Dr. You know? Phil, but what so, didn't like- <laughs> you like about
1: him? Please don't. <laughs> Shout out to Rolo Please that was on like- Dr. Phil a few months ago. Please don't.
2: What <laughs> didn't you like about Michael? Uh, <laughs> me and my friends were walking around and he gave us this like look this like yeah. little like eyebrow raised look and yeah. I was like what's what's this guy's she problem she thought I
3: was like trying to Challenge I thought he was to, like, Some, prison yard, some yeah. prison yard but, shit. Yeah. And really, I was just like, wow, yeah, that was, girl is really attractive. Prison <laughs> I was
2: about to pull out my knives and, you know, yeah. go but, try something. Okay, but so then
1: here's my not, point. Not really. He made you feel some type of way and you were actually thinking. He
2: pointed out Jupiter in the sky okay. and my heart melted. But
1: you knew who he was. It wasn't you're like, oh, who's Did that? Right? No it's You're like, no oh, lie. that asshole <laughs> over there? I'd rather a girl call me an asshole than not know who I am.
2: Oh, I didn't know who he was at all. I no, no, I don't opinions. mean it like that.
1: Like, I'd rather be like, oh, what do you think of that guy? I don't really know. I'd rather, I'd rather a girl be like, yeah, he's an asshole. And then mm-hmm. when they think you're an asshole, and then you're actually, oh, let me get you a drink. You hey, let me all... take out. And yeah. you can kind of warm your way up, and yeah. the next thing you know, wham, bam, thank you, ma'am. Right. However, if they don't feel any sort of type of way about you, mm-hmm. so I actually give you credit for giving her the, uh, the rock eyebrow thing. She thought you were an asshole. Look at you guys, <laughs> nine months later. Uh, okay, so Fosh, do you have some sort of intuition when you meet men, uh, as Georgia Mafia calls it, the bullshit radar, right? Can you, yeah, can you, you can kind of figure like that out?
5: His mannerisms, body language, social cues, you don't really have to say much, really. You can just kind of look at him, the, the energy that he's giving off. Can you um, tell if
1: he's rich and successful? Not always, no. Uh, Does he smell like money?
5: Uh, she sniffed.
1: She sniffed the microphone. Um, expensive like microphone that's right not going to be
5: the first thing I'm thinking about but um, Okay. You can probably just ask a few questions and get an insight like Okay. Oh, okay, what do you like to do for fun? Well, how about you Georgia? Well, when I- does your
1: bullshit radar go off?
0: Pretty quickly. Um, Give me some of those things
1: where it's like, all right, this guy's a liar, this guy's a cheater, this guy's a scumbag.
0: Do you see directly when they're actually listening to you or not? Like, you you say? hold no, the <laughs> conversation, and if they respond with questions or you know are actually interested in what so you're engagement, saying. So engagement, engagement, and actually presence is big for you. Yeah, they're they're here maybe for not just get you into bed and they're interested in what's in your head mm-hmm. um but then some you know are pretty good at playing that game and going to bed and then not listening to you the next day but uh no bullshit radar is pretty easy especially in miami um i was recently on a date with a guy that talked to me long and long about all these businesses he has and the side hustles and how much money he's one gonna of the he no surprisingly he he wasn't like was plenty of stuff, but not that uh pokemon cards um agencies um and then colors. uh I see his jacket and it's express I'm like so he's at a you know really fancy hotel here in miami in a hotel bedroom and makes wants nice to jackets you, know, man. You, oh, can, you, right? you just
1: offended the, Michael now you're yeah. <laughs> about to get like him. You're about to get that rock so eyebrow. Just, yeah. Give it
0: to her, like. Well, I mean, he's in luxury, you know, uh, couture, so fashion. He's it, uh, from Paris. And then his express jacket, I'm like, mm, I, what well, I, I, I pulled that out right away and challenged him. Was like, hey, What's wrong I, with the
1: dude rocking Zara and H&M? And and I, I mean, Zara. this guy just, yeah. <laughs> Zara's I'm, I'm the shit. I'm that bougie. I, I can't. That's a
0: deal breaker. you high maintenance. <laughs> it's a deal breaker.
2: I don't no, care I at all. I could not care less. But okay. do not
0: talk to me about two hour, for two hours about all the money, you know, you make and, and your, your taste and luxury, and then I see an express jacket. I, I, that's a red flag.
1: Shout out to Express. I think they're doing I a sale right now. That not right. mm-hmm. the Pokemon
4: cards. They them away first. Shout the out to
1: ASOS. What Shout <laughs> out to
3: Zara. Uh, Shout <laughs> out to all of them, man. When they How about you? What
6: kind of
1: spending bullshit? Spending money on uh, bullshit. I radar check, do you have? Uh,
6: the first thing I check is when the guy is narcissism yeah it's very easy to know when he's looking in the mirror more than you're looking in the mirror not only the mirror when they are talking about them all the time they use you yeah like let's let's get a dinner for you know who i am Uh. i want to show you off how money i have my power you know uh in that way, I know I am wasting my time was, uh, with that guy. There
3: was one great study. I, I want to say this was in, it may have been in Dataclism. I forget which one it was. But they, they looked at dates, and they actually transcribed the work. These are quick dates, uh, not blind dates. I forgot what they're called, but the speed dates. Speed dates, yeah. And they transcribed the words between the two people on the speed date. They had a recorder there. And they tried to correlate certain words with whether or not they got, went to a second or third date. And it was not when a man said the word I, but when a woman said the word I, the more times she said I, the higher the correlation of when there would be a second or third date. So I've said this to all my clients, uh, treat them all the same, make them talk about themselves. Women talk about themselves, we talk about things which cause women to talk about themselves. That's the way I, I talked about Jupiter, Kylie talked about herself. I talked about Jupiter, Kylie talked about herself. I don't talk about myself. They would get to discover it. And this is another thing where guys get this wrong, especially there's a big Miami problem dangling the Lamborghini keys in front of the girls at the bar is not a good idea. What you do is say, oh, what do you do? Oh, I'm basically homeless. I don't do shit. And then when you walk out to the valet, you ask her if she wants to go get pizza with you, and then your Lamborghini pulls up. And she didn't expect it. That is 100,000 times better. But men have no discipline, and they don't know how to do it. Let her discover you're an anesthesiologist. Don't tell her in the beginning. Let her discover yes. these cool things but about the most you.
6: But time, when you have a Lamborghini, you have another car. Yeah. So if I am a man and I have a Lambo, the first day I go in a in another For car. For sure. Yeah, low profile. Oh, and cool after with the time, <laughs> I show you up that I have a Lambo, a Rolls Royce. You know, yeah. it's be as smart. It's cards. kind of like yeah, yeah, you BS know, you,
1: you play cards in, in Vegas. It's yeah. like you got a pocket pair under there. Yes. Mm-hmm. You don't just roll it out on the flop. You just like all right, you yeah. slow play it. little. Slow by little. play it. Next thing you know, straight flush. Bitch. Let let, yeah. let her
3: let her give you exposition <laughs> of her life and let her yes. discover yours
1: well said Rolo, I just want to we're it's asking crumbing. Sorry. <laughs> I, I want to come back to you and then we'll we'll go to the next topic mm-hmm. everyone's talking about you know how they met what kind of rep- Give me, give me the story of how you met your wife. Yeah, like, I was gonna, how, that's funny what kind of, your, of I was, game did I you have to put to in there, I was about to anyways, actually, <laughs> right.
4: give it to you anyways, no, actually. That's right. I'm going uh, to give it to you. So I remember what I just said is like uh, there's sort of the Rich Cooper model where like women wait at the finish line and they they want to hop in the car with the winner, right? That's kind of describes what's going on with, with Mike and Kylie here. I'm the other way. My wife and I met when we were much younger. And she saw. She will tell you to this day. She saw potential in me. She was dating guys who were way richer than I was at the time. And she, you know, she was. A, I won't tell you what she did, but she's a medical professional. I had two nickels to rub together. I had one, you know, beat-up Toyota pickup truck, and I think I probably had an amp and a few guitars to my name for my liquid assets at that time. But um, she said at that time, she says you had. I, I saw potential in you, and she, we were attracted to each other, obviously. But um, I'm the the case where. Uh, I was the winner that went across the finish line with her because she mm. made that initial investment in me when we were much younger and we built a life together and we built a, a relationship and we built a, a marriage together. So, um, I mean, as far as, what well, you want to know the particulars or you want to know? How many dates did it take I met her, or or her or at or a or club. I met, I, met, I met my wife at a club. It was at a gig. And uh, Hold on. I think you, it was.
1: you, The Rolo Tomasi, the godfather of...
4: Yeah, we didn't it. meet in Bible study. We didn't meet at Barnes and Noble. You met your wife we didn't at a meet at club? the school library. Yeah. You yeah. let the woman Imagine go that. out
7: to a club? <laughs> she was there on <laughs> the Girls. It, it, <laughs> the it, it gets better. It gets better.
4: She was on Girls Night Out when she was there there. Oh, oh, God. It's but we, we were dating our, our boyfriend time, at so, the time. Yeah, we weren't de- I I didn't even know who she was. And so I met her at a club. And she was with her girlfriends, and um, then we went from one club to the next. And then I just all I did was basically just did cold, basically did cold approach kind of in in a way. How you doing? And I just I just got the digits, and that one that was that. And we do, and by the way, I should also uh, point out that when we first started seeing each other, we were dating non-exclusively. So she was seeing other guys, I was seeing other women at the same time. So she was like sort of in the rotation that I was. I, I would even call it rotation because it wasn't really a rotation back then. But um, she was st- in the starting five. We started seeing each other more and more. Yeah, exactly. We started seeing each other more. And more often and then it got to a point where she says I don't like the idea of you seeing other other women and I want you to be she asked me to be exclusive with her and I'm like all right she was like she was the hottest girl that I was with at the time and she, I liked her the best as well
0: and by that and time were so, are you making money
4: no, no not 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 like <laughs> not like I was not like I am now but um, but as far as uh, like us getting together I didn't like people ask me this all the time how did you vet for you know like that you how did you know you wanted to you know marry this person and i've all i had to vet myself first i had to say is this a woman that i can be faithful to because i know me i've seen me do it right um and the the answer was definitely yes and then i saw how she was with her um her very young niece at the time. And she like she was basically the mother to her niece. And I'm like, she'd be very good with kids. So I'm like, yeah, I think I wanna marry this person. And it was at the right place, right time. She was a very attractive. I like to, g- by the way, I didn't look at her across the club and go, yeah, she'd make a really good mother for my children. I was like, I wanna get with that. And she was very attractive. And I wanted to have sex with my wife when I first saw her, right? Um, later on you develop a relationship and you build that and it grows and it becomes something. That's why I tell guys today, it's like, you don't just find a, a relationship. You don't just stumble into it. It's like something that you have to develop and you have to grow and you have to, it has to mature and you have to build it. So here I am like almost 27 years later with a kid and, and you know, where I'm at, Damn. apparently it was a good bet.
1: So. Well, shout out to Mrs. Tomasi mm. out there. I know she's watching. She, she is she probably watching. Audience. It's her favorite show. Yes on tv now nah, we've got about a half hour 40 minutes left yep. I, there's a handful of topics i want to get through mm-hmm. uh you're going to be reading the super chats yes. at the end of the episode or yeah. when do you want to do that
8: um i'll do it at the end so if we want to just uh, keep sending the rest of them in i have a few already ready to go um, okay. but yeah thank you guys for watching today's podcast is really really great we have a dope panel so make sure you guys like comment share subscribe um, and let's you know finish Thank up strong. Thank you. And
1: if I cut anybody off, it's because I want to get on to the next topic because there's like 10 more topics, and we've only been through two.
8: Mm-hmm. Uh, but John Moran. Wow. but
1: all you high value women out there just talking about meditation for 30 minutes. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> um,
6: here,
1: here's the next topic I want to get to. We'll spend 10 minutes on this and we'll go on to the next one. Um, this is back to you. Um, the, the, um, I feel you know, we, we started the whole segment off with sort of, your tweet got attacked. Mm-hmm. And you. I think you brought up a great point where it's like, if Rolo says something then, it's almost like as a byproduct, because he's speaking for the entire Red Pill community. Yeah, well, and now they'll attack Rolo, yeah, because he need has someone the book, to attack. And, they want me and it's to a tangible asset. Yeah. But there are people that have been attacking the Red Pill. Mm-hmm. Sneeko's been attacking him. Destiny's been attacking it a little bit. Um, up and preach. You said that you're red pill adjacent. That's not exactly attack. Even Tate has said some stuff about. Mm-hmm. It. I think we have a clip of what Tate has said. So I want to. I want you to kind of break this down, mm-hmm. and then I also want to talk about the transcendency of Tate, just about being a man in general. What you've seen in your mm-hmm. 20 years of of this, mm-hmm. um, you've seen, you know, when it started with the game, let's say, mm-hmm. with your book. The rational male, when mystery was a thing, mm-hmm. when Kevin Samuel's a thing. I mean, Tate's taken the whole I- ideal of masculinity and um, the manosphere to a whole nother level. So we'll touch on that. But let's watch this clip and let you
4: weigh it. You mm-hmm. are out here only trying to have so women have no emotional connection. They're weirdos. A lot of this red pill, how to get girls stuff, a lot of them are like that as well. They're like the, the peak masculine uh, uh, life is just to have a bunch of women that you barely know. And that, that's yeah. that's ridiculous, right? Every man, if you want to have a good life, you need to have a good relationship with a good woman. When yeah. you get sick, it's your woman who's going to care, not your boys, right? But you can love her and she can love you with all her heart. You can love each other. You can be prepared to take a bullet for her. Yeah. And still got the bitches. That's what I'm saying. You don't deal. You gotta do with so his, his, his wife to do it. I think you're going to agree with my answer. It is which red pill guy do you think is the biggest dork, etc, etc. They are all talking about me right now. All the ones who have criticized me. All the ones who have criticized Andrew. And they're
1: talking about me and making videos about me. Despite begging to be in my organizations. Begging to be on
4: my podcasts. Begging me to be on their podcasts. For ages because me and Andrew are now far more relevant than they could ever dream of being. I'm not going to say any of their names, because that's exactly what they want when mm-hmm. they try to bait me by making stupid videos. They
1: want me to sit here and be like, well, this guy said. I don't care. Guys, I can't say that. All right, cool. Mm-hmm. Um, so when you hear this, mm-hmm. and I'm sure you have a lot these are, of respect, These are actually older videos. Yeah, I yeah. know. This oh, is not okay. exactly. He didn't shoot yeah. this video yesterday yeah. to, in, in, in uh, mm-hmm. honor of this episode, but these are things mm-hmm. that he said that Tristan has said, Sneeko's starting to say these things. Sure. I think one can argue there's so many benefits of understanding, you know, Red Pill, you've said it, you've described Under it as the dynamics. truth mm-hmm. and understanding how men and women operate. But when you even see these types of uh, comments mm-hmm. or what Sneeko's saying these days or what Destiny has to say, you know, I guess how bulletproof mm-hmm. is the Red Pill ideology or what you call. Praxeology. Praxeology. What are your thoughts on these types of comments? Well,
4: okay, so these kinds of things go in cycles. During 2016 election cycle, everybody who wanted some sort of relevancy in a political sense, they were called the alt-right, but the alt-right wanted to be red pill. So if you look at Candace Owens and you go and you look at her uh, her uh, Twitter profile from back in 2015, 2016, she was called red pill black. Yep. Now, she's no longer that. She's Candace. But um, but back in the day, it was let's just say brand-wise, it was expedient for her to use that, and there were a lot of other people who are using the same thing, who were doing the same thing. So a lot of people will come into this space, and they're not about the red pill praxeology, but they do realize that the manosphere, the red pill, whatever we're calling it. Um, is a hot topic. I mean, the, half the reason why this show is here t- today is because I met you in, in February of 2022, Jedediah Bila, as well. Now, I'm not claiming complete responsibility for your success, but there are, you, you and her and several other people have gotten into this space because this is what people are talking about. This is where, people, where the popularity is. This is how you want to grow a channel. You want to grow your own personal brand. You start talking about intersexual dynamics because that's what people want to talk about. Now, what happens is that goes into cycles so what's, what I made this prediction on, my, on our year-end uh, podcast with Rule Zero, which is the panel show that I do. And I said, by August of this year, you won't recognize the manosphere because everybody will have this mass exodus out of the manosphere, which is exactly what happens every election cycle that we go through. So what happens is people don't want to talk about that anymore and they've got to find some convenient way to to say we never knew ye or they want to distance themselves from the red pill so that they can start talking about the culture war. They want to talk about social issues. They can talk about what's going to probably be more popular than the manosphere, I would say, for the 2024 election cycle. So what we're seeing now is what I call tilling the fields. So, everybody has to sort of set the groundwork so that they can be seen like they're more legitimate when the narrative, the cultural narrative, changes coming into the election cycle that's coming up. So, you've seen this happen before. All of these people, like you look at uh, the roommates and Hafiz, you look at Abba and Preach who, came at, at, who wanted to be on Fresh and Fit. They were on there at least once or twice. You got uh, the roommates who've been on there once or twice. You had even Kevin Samuels and all these other people who, up to, until about August of 2021, all were on board with this Manosphere and this Red Pill stuff until Abba and Preach decided to go after Myron and Fresh, and then everybody tried to throw them under the bus. Now, To their credit, they have definitely weathered that storm, I should say. But again, people who didn't want to be associated with that found some convenient occasion for themselves so that they could exit or they could not be uh, as associated with the red pill as they used to be. So, what I'm seeing now, at least as far as the manosphere is concerned and the red pill is concerned, is that you've got the, my tweet, maybe my tweet set this off, but you've got, um, you've got a Ben Shapiro, you've got a Matt Walsh, you've got Daily Wire, you've got PragerU, you've got all these people who are now doing all these clips of, say, whatever podcast or, 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 or Fresh and Fit, and now they don't want to be a part of that, or they only want to be a part of it if it's something that they can pick and pull that works for their brand in the upcoming election cycle. So if we can talk about the red pill aspects that align with this new culture war narrative, then those are the ones, that, those are the parts that are going to be okay with, but they also understand that their users and their their audience and their voters and whatever else are all watching whatever podcast. There we had we played to 35,000 live views when it was myself Destiny Sneeko, and Mike just the other night. So don't tell me that they don't know that that kind of market share exists out there, but they can't buy into it wholesale. So when I see, uh, when I see uh, you know, Andrew Tate and Tristan Tate wanting to distance themselves from it, it's because their brand can no longer endure being associated with the red pill. So they've got to find some convenient ways to sort of wiggle out of like certain aspects of it. So people want to pick and pull the aspects that seem like they're pro-social or seem like they align with their, that narrative. That's why when my tweet, nobody has a problem with, uh, let's see, four, five, six, seven, and eight, Nobody has a problem with those articles, but they only have the par- the, a problem with the articles that were, you know, avoid marriage, family creation, vasectomy. Nobody said anything about the, about the rest of would, that. Would you consider, because that aligns with that narrative. Would you consider most
1: aspects of Andrew Tate, Tristan, Late, to be red pill-esque?
4: Red Pill adjacent, for sure. Okay. Yes.
1: What about Sneeko? He's switched up. He used to be all about that. Okay, so
4: Sneeko is following following what I call the prodigal son narrative. And the prodigal son narrative is, it's like from the Bible, right? The prodigal son takes his father's inheritance and goes off into the wide world to, you know, blow it on hookers and blow. And then he loses it all. And he comes back to the family. And, you know, it's like, you know, Father God says, let's slay the fatted calf and let's throw a party for this guy and all of the family. My my son who was lost to me has now come back, so we're gonna have a big party for that. The prodigal son narrative says more about the true believers than it does about the prodigal son. Because what it is is it's reaffirmation for the true believers who are in with that religion, that ideology, that political stripe, whatever it is, it doesn't have to be religion, but when the prodigal son becomes a grift and when it becomes something that's commercialized, you can go off, do your own thing, blow it all, and say, you know what, you got me. Sorry, you guys were right after all can I please come back to the family again? And they'll welcome you back with open arms because they know that you can't say, I'm suspicious of whether this guy is really sincere about his coming back to the faith after all of this time because they know it's unfalsifiable and they know that if you question that, then you're not a true believer anymore because that's what everybody wants to have, that reaffirmation. So when I see someone like, say, Roosh V or I see someone like, um, I mean, even... um, like uh, like Sneeko, for example, like suddenly I'm going to, it's very convenient to suddenly become a Muslim amongst all this time where it seems like that's gonna align better with what's coming next as opposed to what he's been about for a very long time, which is line, aligning himself with the red pillish version of, of, the, of the Tates, right? Like, let's be honest i mean they run a cam girl business they ru- they they have their entire brand has been based on uh having a main and then having you know side girls which was just right there in the video yeah. great that's fine that aligns with with uh, the red pill in certain aspects but now that that's sort of like inconvenient ideologically inconvenient now we're going to change our tune and we're going to say you know what prodigal son returneth and the and the, the the true believers say see we were right all along because this guy who is the worst of the worst came back to us and now we're reaffirming our faith because that so guy came back here you're saying someone
1: like Sneeko is going to come back at some point
4: No I think he's I think that the the reason why he's decided that he wants to be like religious whether it's muslim or 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 christian or whatever else is because it's, it's expedient for the, the narrative that is going on at the time. And the people who are the true believers yeah. are never going to say anything about it because it reaffirms their faith.
1: Now, you, the reason you know Rolo is because Andrew Tate reached out to you. Yeah. He saw that you were doing all your stuff in yeah. Vegas, I assume. He introduced
4: me
3: to Justin Waller. Okay, he introduced mm-hmm.
1: you to Waller. Waller introduced you to, yeah. to Rolo. The rest is history. But you've been studying
3: evolutionary psychology
1: for how many years? Oh, man, I'm probably coming up on a decade now. At
3: least as long as okay, me. Okay, and yeah.
1: the, did you read the game back in the day, Neil I know, Strauss? I actually
3: know Neil Strauss. I took him out for his birthday. Okay, so you've, but, you've yeah. seen it, and you remember and I whole, know And I know Mystery pretty well, You know too.
1: Mystery? No, I know, I, yeah. I know... And you've done Bilzerian. Yeah, I know like, Bilzerian. Meaning, like, you've, Dan, you've done yeah. a podcast with him. Oh, uh-huh, yeah. You even do Bilzerian, I don't mean like that. <laughs> man, I don't know these days. He's everywhere. Uh, obviously, you read The Rational, but there's so many guys that have basically built it up to this. But have we ever seen anything like Andrew Tate?
3: No, no, of course not. Uh, I think he got more famous faster than anyone in the history of the world. I'll say that. I I don't. I can't think of any because anyone else who became like if you think of like a Mary Lou Retton during the Olympics or something like that. It's a very
1: vague 1980s reference. Yeah, but, yes. but, but I'm just thinking
3: about somebody who instantly became <laughs> yes, famous yes. or even uh, Marilyn Monroe. Marilyn Monroe okay. became famous very, very quickly. They did not become this level of famous to where they were outdoing presidents, right? Right. So that, that's what, he became more famous quicker than anyone in history. Just to put some context, that Tom Segura interview, he wasn't that, fa- he didn't even, I, I remember. This was I, a year ago, I want to say. No, the Tom Segura thing was more than, uh, way more than a year ago. Two years was, ago? Yeah, more, I, probably more than that. Uh, I text him, I remember, I think the week that came, out uh he and i were texting back and forth and he didn't even have half a million sub followers on instagram at that point um so so at that point what he's saying is some of the guys in the red pill are choosing an unhealthy what he believed to be an unhealthy way of going forward and i don't disagree with that just having sex for sex sake with women without any uh connection I think is unhealthy, but some people would say that would still fall under the purview of improving yourself as a man and and doing red pill stuff. I don't look at any of that as being acrimonious towards red pill. Mm. The other thing is what Tristan, his comments were, these people were saying stuff behind my back and now they're coming forward and they are begging me to be on the show. All of everything that Andrew and Tristan said in that video were accurate, but the problem is this. What's happened is, like I said before, the red pill, when you say red pill or like, again, I believe in gravity as it is d- described in Principia, written in 1689 by Isaac Newton. That does not make me a gravityist, and I believe in evolution, uh, in in natural selection, as written by uh, Charles Darwin. But that doesn't make me uh, an evolutionist, because I believe in Red Pill. I am Red Pill aware. I believe in certain concepts of that. But you could so many of those concepts you could align with evolutionary psychology. So to me. That's where my basis comes from. Is it the truth? Can we find studies that show that there's differences between men and women? We talk about it in Red Pill, but the funny thing is there is an entire field of academics on this very subject called evolutionary psychology. Everyone will read the game and everyone will watch YouTube clips and no one will read the fucking Evolution of Desire by David Bus, and I don't understand this, still to this point, there are books and studies specifically talking about these concepts. The red pill is just a fun, digestible way of expressing these things. The truth is the truth. But you can't be
1: fact. shocked that people are watching TikTok videos and YouTube shorts. No, I'm not just Rather than the TLDR well, generation. But I'm saying that's, that's the difference. That's the that, narrative. That's, that's the whole thing today.
3: That's why Rolo and I get along is because anything... Because tomor- you guys can read. If, if tomorrow Jeffrey Wilson, who he's not a big fan of, came out with another book on evolutionary psychology... Jeff Miller. We, Jeff Miller, sorry. We would, we would both read the fucking book. Every single book we can find on this subject, we're going to read and study. So we want to understand what the truth and what the science says. It's, uh, but, but the thing with Andrew, like I just think that video was made to try to spread acrimony amongst the whole thing. With this whole thing is turned into the WWE. It was Rolo and Michael versus Destiny and Sneko, And it looked, like, it looked like Battle Royal from it's like— Kayfabe like, is what it from, is. From, from, from WrestleMania six. And I get it. And we're doing this. And, and the reason why this is happening, the real thing that you should take from this is the— is the statement that Richard Reeves said when he came on our program. Mm-hmm. He's a senior fellow at the Brookings Institute. He has a PhD. He used to work for the Deputy um, Prime Minister of the UK. And he said, the reason why we're having this discussion and why Andrew Tate became so popular is because people in academics were not willing to have this discussion. If you want to know why Andrew Tate became so popular is because there were feminists out there that were saying, men, you have, you're have patriarchy. You have, uh, you have uh, demeaned us. You have put us down. Uh, you have oppressed oppressed us is what the word I'm looking for, and then your opinions don't matter anymore. And and while that may be their opinion, the problem is those men still could vote, those men still could read, those men still had jobs, those men still had muscles, those men still had power, and no one listened to them. Mm-hmm. And the very idea that you could have an academic discussion talking about the dissolution of men as far as the workforce or the family or anything like that, you would have been thrown, you'd been laughed off a of campus for having that discussion. Mm-hmm. And so you do that for year after year after year. Saying Anyone saying that men have a nine times higher suicide rate after they've been divorced, if you even have that discussion, or the fact that there are more female military pilots than there are male kindergarten teachers in the United States, or that 5% of psychologists in the United States under the age of 30, 5% are male. If you even have that discussion, you're you're laughed off of academics. You, you lose your tenure. I can show you, Satoshi Kanazawa is a great example. Lost his tenure because he started producing papers that described the differences between men and women on dating apps. And then because no one was willing to have a serious conversation about that, and I don't mean to say unserious people, but not professional people, people without PhD started having this conversation because there was this massive void and there was this massive need. And there was all these guys who were five foot five, who were broke for whatever reason. They were being, you know, they didn't have any girls or they were being abused by not abused by girls, but cheated on by women or, or basically they were being cucked for whatever reason. Right. They were being abused by the system and no one listened to them. And the very fact that you even mentioned that these people existed, were alive, was so offensive to so many people. Of course, Andrew Tate became the most famous person in the world. No one was willing to speak about this to the level that he was. And he went, there are things that Andrew says that Rolo and I would never say on camera. I don't completely disagree with him, though. But I would never say this on camera. I have employees. Patrick Bat-David had a great statement the other day when he was talking, I don't know if he was talking about Sneeko or someone else getting canceled. But he said, I have employees. There's things that I can't say on here because I have people who work for me. He has this freedom that we don't have to say certain things. Now, I don't agree with all of it. I don't agree with everything he says, but he is the best communicator I've seen in my lifetime. I wasn't alive during MLK. He's the best communicator I've seen for these ideas I've seen in my lifetime, and he has gotten more popular faster than any human I've ever seen in my life. That's the thing. And And one last thing, I truly think the romanian government has stepped on their own dick and they had bet if they don't bring this one home they are going to be the laughing stock and they have made a huge 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 tactical error by going 6 months and not charging him with a crime you can't do this in the united states we have the 4th no. amendment you can't do to uh, to andrew tate what romania did to them you can't do this. You have to charge people with a crime. They have gone six months and haven't charged him with anything. You think he's guilty. You think he's innocent. Whatever. They are playing fast and hard with the rules. And now they've gotten to the point where the entire world is looking at them. And this is something that makes me very, very afraid. How, how, what are they willing to do to save face at this point? How far are they willing to go? This is not a, just a little local trial. The, uh, I, I believe the, the, uh, one of the, the leaders from uh, UAE went and met with the Romanian president. That's how serious this has gotten. Now Romania is sitting there in this situation. We're like, how will, how are they willing to cheat to win at this point? That would be a serious concern of mine at this point because you now have one of the most famous people in the world and you arrested him and you haven't charged him with a crime. And now you had better figure this out really quickly. And now if they don't, they're going to have egg on their face. And to me, like that would be, it's almost like when we asked before, uh, you know, what would you be willing to do to win a fight against Jake Paul for $20 million? Would you be willing to take steroids? A lot. Anything. <laughs> Anything. I'll People, fight him for free, actually, But anybody, anybody would be willing to, to cheat in order to win. Would the Romanian government be willing to cheat to win at this point? That's the question I would be asking myself.
1: Yeah, and this one just reminds me one last thing. When when we did the interview with Andrew Tate, PBD, and I, myself, we flew over to uh, Madrid. One of the major things that I saw, we talked about was... Not to get all political is, you know, do people cheat in elections or do people cheat yeah. in governments? He's like, let me tell you something, man. He's like, if you're playing five on five basketball and we're playing for 10 grand, are you willing to cheat and make a non-call and a travel or a double dribble? you really to like, hell yeah, I would. Now, think about what you would do when you have billions, if not trillions at stake. So, yeah, I completely hear what you're saying. The world's watching Romania. Like
3: if they really knew they were going to win, they would have charged them with a crime and they would let everything be open, but they don't. And that's the, that's the problem yeah. that they have.
1: Well, shout out to you, Tate, uh, Andrew and Tristan. Uh, last couple of stories. And I want to kind of go back to what we're talking about. You know, I'm making this episode all about you. I mean, basically. But um, there's two stories I want to get to uh, about men having kids and about mm-hmm. women having kids. Okay. And I want to play these clips and we'll have this conversation on each side of it. Should we start with the men or the women? Well, the men's stuff we'll do real quick, and then I want to have a Mm -hmm. deeper discussion about the women. Um, So this actually hits near and dear to me because I'm 42 years old, and I'm at the phase of my life where I'm looking for the type of high-value women we're describing to have kids with. I think you already kind of found yours, you know. Um, But when that happens, I'm ready to have kids. But I didn't want to do this in my 20s, and I didn't want to do this when I was 24 or even 34 at that point. So we have this gentleman, you know his name, Steve Will Do It, mm-hmm. basically lecturing his buddy Bradley Martin about, dog, you're, you're like old, you need to have kids already. Like what a loser you are because you haven't had kids yet. I'm like, hold on, Steve Will Do It, like I feel like you're a kid. So I don't know if he even has a kid, does he have a kid? Does No, he here? doesn't. He doesn't? No. All right, so maybe he's just lecturing uh, Bradley on, uh, how the hell do you know that, by the way?
5: Because I know his girlfriend.
1: Okay. Shout out to you Shout out to his girlfriend anyway, <laughs> Splashed up me real quick <laughs> Point is uh, I didn't actually agree With what he said Play that clip And we'll, we'll talk about it On the other side
7: You're 34 and you still
2: got no kids
5: Yeah
1: Thank you You're fucking You're failing at life dude Wow It's really It's nice of you It's a really good moment Right now I couldn't imagine being 34 And not having no kids Especially when you've been successful For so long like, Yeah You gotta get your shit together yeah, like you're you should right. have been having kids since you're like 26, 28. Yeah. Yeah. By the way, just Google his name real quick. Let's get his age. But having kids, he's 34. He's lecturing him about why don't you have kids yet? You're basically failing at life, loser. Even though you're successful, you should be having kids by 26, 28. Totally disagree with that premise, by a million percent. By the way, he's he's 24 years old. Uh, being that you're 24 years old, like I feel like that is—you shouldn't even think about having kids till you're age 30. You're 45. I'm 42. Like you're 52, 55, looking good, bro. Um,
4: it's a TRT. What
1: are your thoughts on this, real quick, because we going to get to the next story? When should a man really actually think about having kids?
3: Uh, I am—I'm going to say something that's going to <laughs> make everyone mad at me. Ready? All the Christians and the Muslims. I don't care if you have kids. I don't... This whole thing, I do not agree with Elon Musk about the population collapse. The numbers do not bear this out. I do agree that in certain westernized countries with high... with. Uh, in the United States, yes, there may be a lower birth rate. You go to Indonesia. Go to Mexico. There is not a, a lower birth rate in the country There's eight, or, and on the planet. There's 8 billion people on the planet and 400,000 elephants. We won. If you want to have kids, have them <laughs> yes. when you want to have them. If you don't want to have mm-hmm. kids, I don't believe it's this mortal sin that people have. Now, I do want to have kids. I'm just sick and tired of this whole thing, like the ultimate... Uh, show of whether or not you are a man of value is whether or not you have kids and I'm just like man that is so crazy and the reason why I bring it up again is Isaac Newton died a virgin and that was one of the greatest men who ever lived so I what yes (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. oh my god Like, I, just I just
1: lost all respect for I, Isaac Newton. I, I, I just, Sir I, Isaac Newton? Yeah, Isaac Newton. Newton. Everyone, everyone in the chat's point. like, yeah. Homeless, yeah, but I mean homosexual.
3: he also had, he had Asperger <laughs> he had Asperger yeah. syndrome. So like all not right, a lot I of women right, coming right. Right. after him. but the the point is like this whole I think that the definition is by how many kids you have. Mm. Man, it's just again, I don't disagree with the idea of having 10 kids. My thing is make that decision on your own and don't bring it from the book of Leviticus. Just desi- make the decision on your own to do that. And the other thing is I do think it is irresponsible to bring kids up in a situation situation where there is either some some really bad psychology going on or, or not enough money to raise a child. I think that is irresponsible to do so. Um, man, I, it just I, over half the Earth's population lives on $1 a day, and really you think the thing we need is 4
4: billion more people? I just I got, don't agree. I got, I got stats for you because I know yeah. you're keen on stats. Yeah. I've been doing research for, I've, I'm actually considering turning this into a small book, but um, the period of time between 1965 and 1975, and 1971 was a very pivotal year for the United, or really Western culture in general. Um, whenever people tell me about how the, f- the fertility crisis, I mean, we've heard Elon Musk talk about this yeah. recently, um, and then how the United States is at below replacement level when it comes to fertility. We have been below replacement level since 1971. The time to be like overly concerned with all of this it was probably about the mid 80s. So go and do your fucking homework before you start coming at me or anybody in the red pill about fertility and having kids. And I'll tell you the other thing that that really kind of makes me sick is when I put that when I put that tweet out, everybody was like, "Man, I hope you die childless." And you know, the the good news is you're not you're gonna you know go to hell and uh, you know you won't be able to. You know, send your genetic material under the next generation. Of course, not. The was joke. Like, who's going like, to tell him? Who's going to tell this guy? I've been married for 27 years and I have a kid. Then they'll say, "How many kids do you have?" I'm like, "Well, that depends. How many real man points do I score per kid? Because all you're doing 100 is..." Hundred points. And I'm going to use my good friend Ryan Stone's terminology here. Children are not your fuck trophies, okay? They're wow. not. They're not your your prizes to impress other people online, or to do your your fair share to continue the race or continue the the, the bloodline uh, and and raise the uh, the fertility rate in the United States. If that's where you're at, fine. But don't go and use that as like sort of this this video game scorecard as to how many kids you have, which makes you a higher value or a lower value guy. That's number one. I have a kid, but I only have one. So therefore I can't be as real a man let me as ask, if I were to have 10 kids.
1: What's the greatest thing you've done with your life? I have my child. Okay, there. yes. there's my point here, guys, yes. for a second.
5: Yeah, both you've can be true. You've written books. Hold the, on, The point is on. both can be true. <laughs> we, yes. You've written books. Both can be true. You've
1: established a brand. Mm-hmm. You're married. You have, a, all, you have fans galore, mm-hmm. but you've said it yourself. The, 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 the thing that you're most but you, proud but, of but you
4: belittle that, that you thing have that a kid. I, but you belittle that thing that I am most proud of when you turn it into 10 points per kid. That's okay. what I'm saying. When you turn it into a brand building effort on your part, because you don't think that I had. First of all, they didn't even know I had a kid in the first place. Yeah. So that ought to. Well, you like know, what, you what fuck that guy. Yeah. <laughs> I hope he never has kids. I hope he I castrates care. himself. Yes. Can but so can last story. As far last as story, as, Mike. as far as reproduction yeah. is is concerned, yes, is it important? Yes. Should we be concerned with it? Yes. But don't turn it into a brand building effort on your Speaking part. Speaking
1: of but having kids, we got to do this last story, then we got to wrap up. Um, I don't know if you guys know this. Uh, ladies, and this is what I want to get you. I have uh, what has turned My, into... I have a question. Hold on, baby. I'm talking. I have a question. All <laughs> the ever wants to talk. Uh, the I don't know if you guys know this, but I have an ongoing beef with Chelsea Handler. Yes. Do you know who that is? Of course. No. I've read Chelsea all of her books. We're about to find you. out. So hey, You've read all her books? <laughs> hey, vodka, it's Chelsea. Exactly. So <laughs> Chelsea Handler had made a hit piece on me. I responded. We, it went viral for a week or two. Thought it was dead, and then boom, there she's like, this motherfucker again. I'm like, all right, keep coming at me, Chelsea. You know, we had one night in Vegas together. I didn't call her back. I'm sorry, Chelsea. We'll get together another sometime. She was drunk, it was a whole big deal. Anyway, uh, I wanna get your guys' opinion, and we'll weigh in on what the fuck is happening with Chelsea, and I think that, I appreciate after everything that you've said you've done with your life and your career, and how much you've given back, Hmm? you're saying you're most proud of having a kid. I want to have kids. I want to, I want to have one woman in my life find love and have kids. That's what I want. PBD and I talk about it all the time. And Chelsea, I don't give a shit what she does with her life. It's that she's promoting it to other women. Yeah. And we're seeing this mm-hmm. happen over and over again. when Women, without Chelsea's money, without her merits, without her legacy, without all her fans and, and, and fanfare, they're just going to be, I, I can't tell you how many 40-year-old women I know my age who are like, I was sold a bill of goods by going down this boss bait path. But play this video by Chelsea, and we'll let everybody weigh in.
7: The wannabe alpha said that women without kids could never be happy and fulfilled. And who is he turning to for backup?
1: You know who needs to speak up more about this Chelsea Handler <laughs> boss, babe? I don't need no man, no thing. I don't need boss. no kids. Mothers.
7: That's right. He loves support from
1: I don't
7: know who his mother is, but if she watches his videos, I'm pretty sure she still has postpartum depression. And by the way, when I posted that video about my choice to be childless, here's a quick glimpse of some of the thousands of messages of support that I received from mothers. Imagine that. Women supporting other women.
1: You know who needs to speak about the feminization of men and these boys that were creating this toxic masculinity? Women that like real men. You know
7: what a woman has never said? I want a real man, like a podcaster. I tried to find out if dollar store Joe Rogan has a wife and kids and being surprised he's not relevant enough to have a single legitimate article written about him. If he does have a wife, I'm going to find a way to send her some noise canceling headphones, a stiff drink, and some light reading on how to get a no-fault divorce. This is the last time I'm replying to this idiot, because unlike you, needing me, I don't need you to get attention. I can get it all
4: by myself. I could sell a lot of yeah. Chardonnay with that. It's so funny <laughs> how like she's like, this is the last right? time I'm doing this.
1: Uh, Chelsea, you didn't have to do it the first time. Okay? Like you didn't have to do it the second time. Now the third time, clearly she's triggered. Okay? Clearly she's... M- justifying her lifestyle with She's pina with colada triggered. Right. So the first video, by the way, she was cracking over a massive bottle of vodka at 9 a.m. being like, I'm happy. I swear. I just took a pot brownie. I took a quaalude and I masturbated. I promise you I'm happy by myself. I promise you. Don't you believe me? Please believe me. Please believe
4: me. A vibrator yeah. in the
1: background. <laughs> let, let me show. ask the ladies and I'll let the gentlemen wrap it up. Faj, all right, Kaylee, we'll ask the ladies. Picture yourself uh, Chelsea's 48 years old. She's got millions in the bank.
4: Right? Menopause. She's, got, she's,
1: got, she's go. currently going through menopause. She's been banged out by 50 Cent, Bobby Flay, Joe <laughs> Coy. None of those dudes wanted to wipe her up. Okay. She calls herself an alpha. She's like, oh, you think you're an alpha, Adam? I'm the alpha here. Would you trade places with Chelsea? 48 years old, millions in the bank, no man, menopause, and a bottle of vodka, what would you do?
5: No. You would not? No. Why not? Because I'm young and I do want to have children eventually. Because I'm young and I do want to have children eventually. Okay.
1: Like, so there's no chance you would trade places? No. Okay. And it's
5: nothing against her, it's just gotcha. not my life.
1: Gotcha. Kylie, I know to have Chelsea's back here. <laughs> I know that you'd want to trade places. No. There are millions. No. Followers, subscribers, mm. sold out concerts, no. bottle of vodka, vodka,
2: but you're single.
1: <laughs> tell.: me her best you, life. Tell me you want no. that life, Kyle. <laughs> tell me why you want that.
2: No. I mean, that's really depressing. Like, she's going to die alone. That's sad. You don't think
1: some man's going to swoop in no, and try to wife her up? No. Certainly, there Probably, will, but no. she isn't going to respect him. Okay. I don't, I don't right. even know that. Would you want to trade places with Chelsea, be 48, and have all those accolades? No no husband, no kids?
6: No, no, I am not agree with that because the most beautiful thing in life when you get money and wealth is have a partner to share that. It's beautiful to, to have a family to share your money, so, your hold success. On. You
1: could have millions in the bank. You don't want to trade places with Chelsea. We could do this right now. <laughs> no. no. Sorry, Chelsea, you're over for 3. Hey, here's the funny thing. Hold if on, che- Georgia. Hold on, Mike. Uh, Georgia... <laughs> This is la- Chelsea's last chance. Defend Chelsea here. Would you trade places with Chelsea? Forty-eight millions of the bank. Trade places with Chelsea. Would you do it? Yes. You do it.
0: Oh, <laughs> we got I one. Think, okay. I think she, you know. I think she's definitely on the right path. Ready to die. Right tomorrow, because yeah. accomplished everything. And uh, especially uh, trashing you, you know, online. <laughs> oh, yeah, so yeah. Is, uh, she's that. trolling. That's that a good trolling. thing to do. Yeah. Okay, you tell me why. This <laughs> gaining points here because it's triggering you.
1: I'm not triggered at all. It's clear, clearly, she's way more triggered than me. Okay, no,
0: no, it wouldn't be me. I don't. I. I so you're a living off talking negatively about people.
1: Yeah, I didn't ask what, how you made your living. You're a DJ, but I'm asking would you would trade places with Chelsea? Picture yourself. Go with me for a second, Georgia. 48-year-old DJ. Yeah, you're 48 years old. You, Georgia, you're 48. You're DJing in the club. You got sold-out concerts. You go home, you masturbate, you take a pill. Ain't no dude in your life. You have no kids in your life. How would you feel?
0: Accomplished and satisfied. Okay. Uh, That's not my goal, no.
1: So which one is it, baby girl? What's your
0: goal? I'll, I'll be poor with three children. That's great. So poor?
1: You, you wouldn't <laughs> trade j- places with poor. Chelsea? No, I would not. You would not? So you're busting my balls over here. Uh, yes, yes, I'm giving, you, I'm giving, but you, she uh, giving still you still a to trade, trade. all good. You know, <laughs> all good.
2: Hey, this <laughs> is not us.
1: what I'm, Let's just be clear here, guys. This has nothing to do with what Adam wants. I've asked each of these beautiful women what they want, and they all said, I don't want Chelsea's life. And I'm being very clear with you right now. Would you trade places with Chelsea? Yes or no? No, She would not. Okay. So when Chelsea sees this video and does another hit piece, these are more women defending, not even my case, defending the premise that I don't think this is what most women should do with their life. Michael, and then Rollo, weigh in. Would you trade places with Chelsea? Would you cut off your dick, start telling jokes, have millions in the bank? Would you do it, Michael? So here's the thing. It, the, the irony
3: is, and people will say this as a double standard, if Chelsea were a man and were 48 and a multimillionaire and a successful comedian, a lot of people would trade places with her. Because at 48, he, Chad, we'll call him Chad instead of Chelsea, would then be able to ha- still have children, still be able, like at the prime Michael, of Michael, you, good looking, successful, hot ass she's three, 21 she's year old. She's three years older than me. Yeah,
1: you're not struggling <laughs> to get women at this point. Right, okay? so it's, it's different. So, so it's different for men and correct.
3: women. And, and so, my point so, exactly. So my, my point is like, I don't agree with Chelsea, but I want to have some empathy for her situation. She made choices in her life, and then this is how her life is. She can't go, and there's other women who've made these choices too. And so she wants to be a voice for them, and I totally understand that. The problem, like you said before, here's the thing. I didn't hear the original context. If she's saying all women in all cases would be better off not having kids, of course, that's ridiculous. I would disagree with that. If she's saying that that was a choice that she made for herself, she's talking her book very similar to the way that Elon Musk says nice things about Twitter on tw- – uh, says nice things about uh, Tesla on Twitter and then the price of Tesla goes up. Yeah. It's called – we talk. you know, in finance, we call that talking your book. In this case, she's talking her book, much like Mia, Mia Khalifa says – I don't think it's normal for men to date younger women because Mia Khalifa is no longer a younger woman. She's talking her book just like I'm pro U.S. military because I was in the U.S. military. I'm talking my book in her case. She's just expressing a bias. I don't think she's doing it out of hatred. I think she's talent. She's a talented comedian. But you're right. If she was a man or my point before, if she was a man in the same situation, we would be looking at her and be like, yeah, of course we'd we'd change places. with her." She's loaded. She gets she's uh, she's gets invited to all kinds of stuff, stuff like that. Um. The thing the thing about it though is like i, I do think it's unhealthy remember what i said before if if sneeko and andrew tate say i need to have multiple women and I need to have multiple children with multiple women, that is one extreme. To say you're not a high-value man if you don't do that is one extreme. And then if Chelsea Handler, and I'm just being hypothetical because I don't know that she said this, but if she said something to the effect of, it's better for you to not have any children, and as a woman, to live, you know, have fun, late in life, have as much sex with as many different men as you want, and that is a prescription for happiness that is equally as unhealthy. I think both things can be true and both things can be unhealthy, but I think in her situation she's she's just put herself in a spot where she's going for can you imagine her as a comedian saying the opposite being like man i really fucked up i should have you know i shouldn't be drinking all this vodka and having all this fun and being with all these dudes I, i'm like for her to have her epiphany phase at 50 years old yeah. Yeah. would be crazy so of course she's painted herself into this corner. what I, else is she gonna course, say exactly and what this what else is, i want to give it to what, what else can she say
1: and by the way that helps her sell tickets my whole point is this Chelsea, do whatever the fuck you want to do. Drink ten bottles of vodka a day. <laughs> I don't care. It's the it's the message that she's transcending to other women because yes. other women like this are gonna hear. Well, Chelsea dated. I could do it, and I'm. Uh, yes. Talk to me when you're 48, so, so baby. She when you're Chelsea. Let's, let's, final let's, word for Rolo because we gotta wrap up in two minutes.
4: For Chelsea Handler, it's catharsis yeah. is what it is. She needs to be told that she lived a, 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 the right life. Yeah. She wants yes, people she to say like, that's why she, why else would she be putting all of these accolades and all these people who are like, all these women from all over the world are giving me all support. Mm. Well, 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 the support. By the way, some, well, some yeah. of the women, yeah. it's
1: crazy where Jennifer Aniston, Sharon Stone, like the list goes on and on. I'm like, these girls
4: all know who we are at this point. Right. Well, I mean, in any other time we would call her a spinster. We would call Jennifer Aniston a spinster. Yes. I mean, and Jennifer Aniston's a good looking woman. And she came out day, and said that right? she
3: wished that she had froze her eggs. Jennifer Aniston said yes. that.
4: Yes so again it's this it's this maternal instinct it's this it, it wh- whether it worked out for you it didn't it's like i think what's what she's probably responding to is she thinks that people still think they have this 20th century ideal that if you're not a mom by the time you're like 28 or, or 30 or whatever you're like this complete failure but the uh, it's it's the failure part right she knows she's in menopause she's not having kids period end of story but right now, to cope with that, we need vodka, we need pills, we need whatever the hell else yes. she is. But Jill she goes. also needs positive affirmation mm-hmm. for it from other people to say, you live, you're you okay, you lived your life the right yeah. way. And so when we got this outpouring of support, really all it is is she's looking for catharsis. She's looking for some a- sort of, a- like, some kind of reaffirmation. For a a- she a- wants affirmation for where she is in life right now. By the way
3: she's, uh, again, let me say this again, she's a talented comedian and she's accomplished a lot in her life. No, she's not. Women aren't funny. (laughs) Okay. I think she's a talented comedian and she's accomplished a lot in her life. The reason why I'm saying that is because I don't want to make a personal attack against her and you're going to know you won this argument when she makes a personal attack against you. And that, so I'm, I don't want to resort the same thing with destiny. The other night, I didn't want it to resort to personal attacks. I want to just have a a, a discussion of ideas. So here's here's an idea. The idea there was a study. you, You remember the one that everyone refers to in 2017 that came out that showed some of the happiest people in the world were women over the age of the 40 that were childless and unmarried. And, but they forgot to mention the other part that the women who are prescribed the most. Prozac on the planet are women over the age of 40 who are and childless. It is an amazing one to one correlation. It's amazing
1: what Zoloft would do for yeah, you if yes. you're happy. Let that. me take one, one more thing do, on here because it's relevant. You relative. can do
6: whatever you want with your life. Nah, I you, you guys we gotta wrap up right if now. If you are famous, you can uh, influence the people like that. Correct. You you can use your social media for sending all these messages for all the people. Because it's not good. You can do whatever you want. But it's not nice to send this message, especially when you are famous. You need to care about the people. That is this, th- What I appreciate this about you is because
1: Rolo, myself, mm-hmm. Michael, we could talk till we're blue in the frickin' face. The whole point of my video is let's see what women have to say about this. Mm-hmm. Right? And none of you guys chose to change lives with Chelsea. Anyway, Chelsea, wishing you the best. Let's read some super chats, and we'll wrap up with the final word mm-hmm. and the happy ending. Sure, sure.
8: All right. Thank you guys for the super chats. Uh, Thanks for tuning in. I'm going to go through them, all of them, because I got permission to go through all of them, right? Do it. Uh, We have uh, BS. uh, Thanks for the super (laughs) chat. With Fresh and Fit advocating for guys uh, to live separately from their long-term girlfriends, do you think that there will be a shift of red pill guys becoming MGTOW?
1: I don't know what that
8: means. MGTOW. MGTOW. By the way,
1: is it possible to put a camera on her while she's doing this? Think
8: so no. right. uh, Then we have uh, Jake uh, Bushy. He said, "Future Moa guy. Any advice for a guy on the spectrum?" I message about love on the spectrum. And CJ mm. Sparks said she loved that show. Status is status. How should I approach this woman?
3: Want to uh, I didn't really that. understand the first part, but if you could just write me on IG and, and get back to it, because I, I don't think it was a complete sentence there at the end there.
8: Mm-hmm. Uh, then we have uh, Abraham TV. Rolo is a tough against a twenty. 20- Rolo is only tough against a twenty-two year old girl.
4: Yeah, well, I guess you didn't see the uh Yeah, I guess you didn't see the had. debate you, on Monday. I guess, you, I guess you weren't one of the 35,000 people watching on Monday.
8: Gotcha. Then we have Happy. Hey Happy, I like when you're in the chat. Uh, the only real thing to be concerned about in this entire uh is charade is Charade? Oh yeah. Is is the Chardonnay? Clear, Chardonnay, we Chardonnay. wish, right? Uh, is the clear idol worship everyone seems to have? We are supposed to be a sen- sentient. Uh, we're supposed to come to our own conclusions. Then I actually did a poll. Um, to see if the chat agreed with your tweet Rolo and 52% said no and 47% said yes so it was a close call
4: even though it was a joke yeah 47% yeah, yeah. said yes you that's incredible <laughs> that's incredible i wanted to get Never the audience take you know hyperbole or sarcasm <laughs> online that's the first maxim of the internet
8: and then we have a full of we too Full of weed, Todd. Uh, bigger super chat. We appreciate you. Um, it was obvious that Rolo's list was the most objective ways to become a high-value man. After that, you can do whatever subjective things that you want to do. Um, I, to do. Date a lot. Have a family. The list is of absent of subjectivity, God, goods, morals, and children. And then we have JG. Sauce, play Kevin Samuel's definition. It's a five-minute video on YouTube. Everybody else is waffling.
4: We talked about that the first thing... On uh, the Fresh and Fit show that we did with Destiny and Sneeko. Again, go, go watch that. Really, 35,000 people were watching it. Nice.
6: You like Fresh and Fit?
4: Oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Are you kidding? <laughs> what do you, you think about, the game? You think I about think of Fresh and it? Fit? I don't I don't like it. Much you don't like month, them,
3: really? No. What do they do?
6: I don't like it because they don't allow the woman to speak. I'm sure they opinions.
4: Well, they, last uh, night they, they let they a woman speak of her opinion of a whole lot. Yeah, last night I they, think they, I, I, they Stephanie Palomariz. the of the truth. Yes. I
6: am not Where agree she? with that. Because oh, if you okay. have a podcast, you need to respect Agreed. other opinions. You are not the owner of the truth in the life, you know. And they but don't it is respect. their show.
8: Yes. Carl, oh, no, have, you been, have okay. you been on there, Carl?
6: I've been there two yeah. times. Yeah. yeah. And I don't like it.
1: Okay. Would you go back? Huh? Would you go back? Would you go back with him? Because
6: I want to do it a blog for my YouTube. Would you go
1: again, though? Say it again? Would you go again for a third because time? Because I, wanna if plug? I want to
6: go third time?
1: Yeah.
8: No, no, no.
3: Carl, okay. come on our show. We will let you talk all, you want. Okay? all you want. Okay? We'll let you talk Vegas. in Spanish if you want. I don't okay. give you... Talk as much as you want. Okay. See?
8: Okay. Go ahead, See? Nat. Uh, then we have Just Jerry Podcast. I have three words for you. Save that money. <laughs> all right. Mm. Respect. And then we have um, one by this gentleman. Uh, how about sex for meditation?
3: Hey, I don't
1: disagree <laughs> with that. Could be. Uh, That's finding God right there, Michael. There you go. It's
4: my love language.
8: <laughs> then we have uh, Ashento Elias. Great show. Love the panel. Uh, and then we have another chat. What does Mike have against Wichita, Waco, Des Moines, and Dush Holder? LOL. He also brings those cities up. Then we have Bebe Le Duke.
3: Oh, it's Wichita and Des Moines. Oh, okay. Was that it? Yes. No, it's just I used to live in Wichita. That's why. My bad.
8: Okay, Wichita. Huh, what?
1: what did you say?
8: I'm not <laughs> even sure. <laughs> De, Des, Moines, Des Moines
3: is a weird one if you've never seen it before. Des Moines is a weird way, the way it's
8: spelled. Yeah. yeah, it's like Des Moines. Whatever. Yeah. All right. Des uh, then we have uh, another one, the Heat Nuggets, Jamal Murray. Just that's a chat. Yep. Yeah. Uh, then we have the Knight and the Bishop Channel. If Dr. Buss... Uh, and other PhDs from the past know so much about women. Why didn't they write good policies during 1970s to avoid these problems? Because we Dr. Bus
3: wasn't writing policies. He didn't graduate from uh, undergrad until 1979. Even Robert yeah, Trivers was that might be, just that getting That might into be one of uh, the answers. Yeah, say? nice try, super Chat. He <laughs> <I> wasn't <laughs> there. No, we, Michael know, know, we know who this guy is, but it's just like, do the math, bro. Like he's not—he's not 117 yeah. years old. Watch me get him. Here we go. Good.
8: I like how you're so ready, Michael. Yeah. It's very Michael comforting. is triggered in a
3: good
2: way. <laughs> it's very rugged. <laughs> I mean. very he was
3: 20. He was <laughs> 22 years old in 1979, and they're asking
1: why he why did Why do you never, solve world peace, bro? Never mind, bro. go <laughs> ahead.
8: 22. <laughs> Where were have you B on the Senate cheeks, floor? <laughs> Beat in cheeks in the chat to George on the panel. Uh, Georgia or George on the to panel? Georgia. She did spell her name right. Um, uh, will you still not o- own up and take the L for a vasectomy statement ask oh, for, for a friend? Sake. Come on, dude.
3: Uh, the, because it's what a joke, so no. no will, he, will he take an L for a statement that got him viral? No, she's he asking, will not. No, she's <laughs> asking me. He's asking me. No, I know. I'm, 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 I'm answering. No, will, you're asking, will oh, Rolo so Tomasi good. take an L for a tweet that he went viral? And then ask this guy how many tweets that he has that's been retweeted by Ben Shapiro, and and then we can discuss who can take the fucking L. Let me because use his real name. He's the one, name, oh, so he's the one he'll paying he'll for a super in. chat to come on this show so they can comment about him. Do you see how that works? Do you see who's actually taking the L here?
4: Yeah. Well, you, you found out my real name. I quit. Got guys, off, I'm hitting yeah, 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 the whole yeah. manosphere now. To I'm, I'm, yeah, going to, I'm going to delete you know, my channel. George over here oh, getting upset. Sure, yeah, I should could, have just directed at you. Yeah, right? No, it's talking about him, not her.
8: Alrighty, that was for you, Bean Cheese. Cool. <laughs> then we have a uh, TGS coming soon. This will forever be known as a week. Michael Sartain became the star in the space murder. Every conversation, Evo Psycho, F-C-W. Evo Psycho, <laughs> Rolo passed the crown. Then we have A Z. Rolo gets emotional like the girls. He cracks on um, Iron Stars. Syn- sink. Uh, you were her last chance. Her emotions are in that blender. And then we have the last chat from V. Mike, a statistics guy, how do you reason with dating a girl under 25 years old and underdeveloped brain?
3: Uh, So what what he's referring to is that, well, men develop... later than women do and then there's a thing where insurance companies do not allow people under the age of 25 to rent a car Mm. because there are studies that show that the brain is not fully developed until you're 25 but just to let you know isaac newton invented differential calculus before he turned 25 so that's not always the case
1: gotcha but then also if she ever needs to rent the car she's got your good looking old ass there you go there you go to rent the the car
8: awesome Awesome. Well, that's it for hey, Super Chats. Hate. Thank you guys for the chats. Make sure you guys like, comment, subscribe. Today was a great podcast. Yes. We have our events coming up, so make sure you guys put on your bell and do all those things because we'll be announcing um, some more things for the event.
1: Yeah. So all right, before we wrap up with the happy ending, I agree. Uh, link below for the Fresh and Fit live podcast, SauceCast here at Valuetainment Studios. Get your tickets now before they sell out. That's Friday night, June 2nd. Join us. Um, we also have everyone else's... Links below. Mm-hmm. Fosh, um, happy ending time. What would you like the people to know? Where do you want to drive people to?
5: Everyone, you can find me on Instagram at F-O-S-H, P-O-S-H. And, um, yeah, just look out for me.
1: Look at that yeah. face. I and mean, when's your show coming out on uh, um,
5: the show USA comes Network? Out, yeah, it comes out um, June 14th on USA Network. So you guys can catch it there. You can catch it also on Peacock, too.
1: Now, who were you on the show? You were the sweet girl. You were the shy girl. You were the crazy girl. You were the girl drinking vodka like Chelsea. I'm who were t- you on the show? I'm the
5: tempty, so I'm, like, the temptation in the house, and, um,
1: mm-hmm. yeah, I guess
5: you can say I'm kind of, like, the villain,
1: nice. in a way. You're the villain? <laughs> I'm wow, good like, the villain. I knew you were cool. This <laughs> must be the nicest show ever if you're the fucking villain. <laughs> uh, Kylie, where do you want people to, to find you?
2: Um, I guess I'll be on Fresh and Fit tomorrow. Michael and Rollo are going to be hosting it. And then wherever Michael will be, that's it.
1: That's it. You're not even plugging anything. You're just plugging Michael. Go, hey, go to our
3: Instagram. My yeah.
2: Instagram's Kylie, period, McGayhey, K Y L E E, period, M C G A H A.
1: Okay. Go ahead, Caro.
6: Everybody can follow me in all social media like Caro del Rio, K R O D E L R I O. Everybody can find an amazing content that is inspirational. To do what you love mm-hmm. in life and with passion. So everybody can follow me.
1: Thank you for your classy answers today. Thank we you. appreciate that. Yeah. Georgia Mafia, thank you for being here. Thank you for your sarcasm. Thank you,
0: thank thank you for your party. answers. Yeah.
1: Where do you want people to find you?
0: Uh, Instagram, Georgia Mafia, and Saturday at Rosa Sky Rooftop. Rosa Sky,
1: shout out to Alan Roth. That's yeah, like my that's big Alan. bro. <laughs> okay, our fine two gentlemen. Let's do rock, paper, scissors. Who so gets the last word? Go. Rock, mm-hmm. paper, scissors. Oh, okay. You're one. Um, all right. <laughs> all right. So you get the final word. Rolo. Oh, welcome right. back. So, <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Final you word. Rolo. Either way. Great to have you back. Thank you. We read all the super chats. Yes. Our I, I need better haters. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> drive traffic. Where do, you, where do you want people to see uh, these Well, days? first
4: of all, you can find all of my books on Amazon.com, including The Rational Mail, the first one uh, from 2013, which is uh, coming up on its 10th anniversary. I've got a hardback coming out in uh, probably September or October. Uh, it published October 1st of 2013. We're coming up on the 10th anniversary so that's coming up. People always ask me which one they should read. The first, read the very first one and then in no particular order you can read Preventive Medicine, Positive Masculinity, where I talk about parenting and, and such. Um, also religion and then my last book which was uh, The Player's Handbook. All of those are available on Amazon. Go check those out. Um, I like Likewise, uh, Mike and I are on Access Vegas. It's our new flagship kind of uh, podcast that we have. We're doing it Uh, I will buy monthly right now, but we're thinking about going monthly. And, of course, I Weekly, going weekly. Yeah, weekly, sorry. Um, And then uh, also you can find me on The Rational Mail. That's my podcast every Sunday at 1 p.m. Pacific, 4 p.m. Eastern. And um, that's about it. There we go. Sartain, take
3: us home. Uh, Yeah, so you guys can check me out on Instagram at Michael Sartain. Everywhere at Michael Sartain, except for uh, TikTok, it's Michael Sartain Podcast. (laughs) Uh, and guys, on you guys can also check out MOAMentoring.com if any of you are interested in the program that I teach. I teach a, a, a program, basically networking is an evolutionary adaptation, teach you entrepreneurship, leadership, uh, a lot of the stuff that I learned when I was in the US military, a lot of inspirations. There's like 30 books you got to read, It's there's 2,000 hours of content, and I do 11 hours of calls every week, like live group calls every week. It's the most comprehensive, most intensive program you will ever buy from anyone, period. It's a boot camp. So So if you guys want to check out that, I'll go to moamentoring.com. You guys can also hit me up and join the free school server if you want. And you can go to YouTube and subscribe to the Michael Sartain podcast to watch the four-hour interview Mm Of Adam Sosnick. It is the most detailed interview anyone has ever done of Adam Sosnick. I also have another four-hour interview of Rolo Tomasi. It's the most detailed interview anyone's ever done of him. If you also want to see the most detailed interview anyone's ever done of Dan Balzerian or Ty Lopez or multiple other people, Wes Watson, Dan Fleischman, numerous others, I do the most detailed, I do as much research as possible on anybody and I try to get about 75 questions per Guest, so if you guys want to go check that out, please go to the Michael Sartain podcast and come visit me in Las Vegas.
1: I told you guys he is mm-hmm. the coolest, most fun, smartest mm-hmm. nerd I know. Dark yeah. Lord I want to of Las Vegas. Think. Saturday night,
3: Hyde uh, SLS. We are in, host- Miami. in Miami, South Beach. Uh, South Beach. We are hosting Babes in Toyland charity. Yeah. We have three hundred influencers that are going to be coming down to help us raise money for animal rescue. It is Project Fashion Tales. Uh, there's probably going to be, like I said, about three hundred girls. I, we unapologetically use incredibly stunning women to raise money for charity. That's what Babes in Toyland is. You guys can go buy tickets at Babes in Toyland Charity or go look them up on Instagram at Babes in Toyland Charity and I will see you guys there.
1: Guys, get down to go see all these hot models because I know how much you care about it's a white animals, party. Guys. We're
4: white. we white. white. So white. So that's Everybody's what this is guys, about.
1: Thank you to everyone here today. Thank you to our production team for putting everything together. Chelsea Handler, hit me and up. <laughs> hit me up. <laughs> let's, do, let's debate. Chelsea, Chelsea. Thank, Thank you guys for watching another uh, sick episode here of the SazCast and Valuetainment. We will see you guys next Tuesday get your tickets now for the Fresh and Fit live event June 2nd before it sells out. We out of here. Peace out. Thanks Italia.